Welcome to episode 18 of the Alex and Mirror podcast. Um, sorry about no episodes last week. Uh, turns out it's difficult to get four people on the same schedule. Uh, yeah, and two of them have like real jobs and stuff, so. Yeah. This week, more of the same. Uh, it's just Matt and I. <laughs> so It's a brother's fight, a rare one. We rarely do this. Yeah, this is like maybe the third time ever. Um, yeah. The, yeah, so it, it's difficult, but. We're here, um, which is good because, Matt, we know all the things that we're going to talk about. Uh, so, starting with, actually, you know what? Let's just start with the thing that we've been doing all weekend. Let's just start with that because that's just been time-consuming and it's the only thing we want to do. Uh, yep. That is God of War Ragnarok has come out. <laughs> and this is, uh, we've been anticipating this for, what, three years? Yeah, I think that, no, they they didn't announce in 2019, right? I think I don't know because it did take. God them a of War while came out in 2018. Yeah, it did take them a while to announce. Yeah, um, so it had to be maybe 2020. When was God of War Ragnarok announced? I know development started like immediately after. Oh, first announced in 20, April 2019. What? So oh, okay, got it. About two yeah, years. teaser came out. Yeah, well, not even the teaser. It's just like it was like the snow, and then it just said Ragnarok. Uh, but yeah, that's that's out. Um, this is the best game in two years. <laughs> um, and oh, I'm having a blast. Played like I've only played like I think I, it said eleven hours. Um, and you are much farther. I'm than probably me. like fifteen, sixteen hours in. Yeah. Um. Is it as good as we anticipated? That was what I... Oh, I was going to ask, is it as good as 2018? No. Um, I don't think really? so yet. But I still think this is a top-tier video game. I think it might be just as good as... If not better than 2018. And I know you're a little farther than me. Um, but... Damn, dude. Like, these... <sighs> The character of Kratos and Atreus and all this, I fucking love it. And I know that, like, you know, since 2018, I had said that the first God of War, not the first, but, you know, 2018's God of War. Yeah, was I know. I always, be- I always want to call it the first, but. Yeah, no, it's like the fifth God of War um, yeah. is the greatest game ever. And then I replayed The Last of Us uh, with the uh, the new one. I guess not the new one, but the remake. Uh, and I came to my senses and I said, hey, that's probably the best video game ever, uh, with God of War being two. Uh, but damn, dude, do I still, I want to go back and say that God of War is the best game ever again. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> really good. It is so great. And I just, just love the, the gameplay is so good. It is great. And that's the only thing where The Last of Us lacks is gameplay. Uh, but it makes up so much in story. And this game, again, it has gameplay, it has story. It's got both, yeah. And, I even said this right before it came out, like the the day before it came out. I told you I was like, "There's a little part of me that like I'd rather just watch this game because I I just want the story." And so far, the story has been absolutely incredible. And I just I love the mythology. That's my favorite part about this is just them telling us stories about Norse mythology, and it. it I mean, I'm a sucker for yeah. that stuff. I mean, like, some of the best parts of the first one is Mimir just in the boat with you telling, like, stories of crap. Oh, I love that. I heard every single one. <laughs> it, it helps when you do all the side missions and everything because you're in a boat for so much. But, damn, dude. I love you. Get, I mean, well, I'm just going to say stuff that's been in the trailers, but you, you know, meeting Thor, Odin, it's amazing. I, I love. I love Thor and Odin so far. Yeah, Thor. I really like Thor. He's just he's he a, doesn't he's give a, a fuck. tough cookie. Yeah, he does not give a fuck. And I love the I love how he's so fat and everything. Uh huh. So it, it's it's amazing. Um, I don't know how much I want to say because the game's been out for four days, less than a week. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we won't go into the stuff that we talked about. You know in private but no uh we'll just say if you were thinking about it definitely go get it because this is going to be the the game of the year and probably the best game until uh, i don't know i've seen a lot of people say elden ring's gonna win 
Well, I don't know. You downloaded that. I don't know if you ever Never played. played it. Nope. It's not a game for us, I don't think. Yeah. So, I don't know. God of War is the most popular game of the year. So it, Yeah, it's sales are doing really well right now. I mean. Yeah, of course. It's well, like doing better than 2018. Yeah. Yeah, and that did quite well, too, so. Um, all right. Well, yeah. There's got that's what Matt and I have been doing. In case people were, uh, I know everyone asks. I wonder what Matt and Alex are doing since all Wednesday. the time. Yeah, <laughs> got a war. <laughs> um, okay. On to football. We missed last week. Um, not a lot happened last week. I guess. Um, week eight, there was really nothing was of you know craziness but week nine there's been a lot of stuff um you want to start with our guy justin fields justin fields is maybe the best quarterback in the league (laughs) no i'm just you know what you're right (laughs) no but he has put away all doubt that any bears fan had entering this year and even after the first three weeks because he has been so damn good the last five, six weeks of the season that I'm ready to cancel the rest of the season and just get ready, spend some money to help out Justin Fields because he is fucking incredible right now. Yep. He goes in after he had that really good game against, uh, fuck, who did we play? Uh, he had that great game against the Patriots. And then we're like, all right, sweet. We've seen it. And then he played really well against the Cowboys. The defense didn't. But uh, we're like, all right, how can he keep going? And against the Dolphins, he just goes and breaks the NFL rec- regular season record for most rushing yards by a quarterback in a season. Yeah. When what you have, the fuck? <laughs> when you have a guy who's breaking Mike Vick's records, that's usually a good thing. He rushed for 178 yards on 15 carries. And he threw, I mean, 17 of 28. Who cares about passing yards? He threw three touchdowns, too. Yeah. Um. Obviously, that's not his strongest suit right now, but looking at our weapons, it's not ideal. We've done yeah, some I mean, to we get... We just got Chase Claypool, which I'm yeah. a huge fan of, and we'll get to see yeah. more of him in this upcoming game. But, I mean, he played, like, what, 20 snaps? Yeah, I think he got targeted, like, three times or something Yeah, like that. I mean, we weren't expecting a whole lot. You know, you get traded halfway through the week. You know, who cares? Yeah, having um, to learn a whole new playbooks a lot. Yeah. I'm just excited because the Bears are by far – well, maybe not by far. The Giants are pretty damn good at it. But the best rushing team in the in the NFL. Um, We're like – have you looked at, like, team rushing leaders I know this year? when we played the Giants, they were, like, five yards behind us. But that oh, was we're, like, way ago. ahead of are we now? everyone else. I just assume yeah. they're still pretty close because, I mean, they do have a really good rushing attack. Uh-huh. I mean, Saquon started the year, like – Crazy, yeah, so. and Daniel Jones is a and, yeah as well. Let's not you know discredit. But I think him. all around better because Herbert's a very good running back too. I mean, yeah, we I don't even two... know who the Giants running backup is. I don't know either. But we have two players who are currently on pace to rush for a thousand yards in Khalil Herbert and Justin and Justin Fields, and that's not even our starting running back, <laughs> it's, which yeah. is crazy. Which, I mean, David Montgomery has been a little disappointing this year. I thought he'd be and, and dealing with injuries, so. Yeah, he did He did miss, what, two weeks? Um, yeah, that's not right. Yeah. And I think, like, parts of it. Did he get injured during a game? Yes. Yes, he did. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, that's understandable. But, dude, it, it's a fucking awesome time to be a Bears fan. Because we're losing these games because our defense is atrocious. But our offense is awesome to watch. Like, I mean, Dad, Dad said it perfectly uh, for the Dolphins game. We had a pump blocked for a touchdown, and Dad goes, I don't even care. I get to watch more Justin Fields. <laughs> and that that's the best case scenario. Yeah, right I there. mean, this is like the first time since like very early Mitch where we're like ex- very excited about a quarterback. Uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say so. And you know what? For all the people that, and I know Kyle said this earlier this year, Running the ball, if you're really good at running the ball, that's the best thing ever, right? Running the ball is sexy. Yeah, I I think it's probably better for your team to be good at passing just because of the league we're in right now, but yes. 
running the ball is cool when you're just absolutely dominating a team. Yeah, and they you the know they can't stop you, and yeah. you're just going to keep running the ball down. The I mean, we saw that in the Notre Dame game this week too. And Notre Dame does it too. Just they running down guys the team's that can throats rush for 100 yards every game. Yeah, that's uh, true. We probably should start with college football. We'll do that yeah. after uh, um, football, but. I mean, yeah, it's it's fucking awesome. Uh, not to mention, we did play against the Dolphins. Tua looked awesome as well. The Dolphins are really damn good. Yeah, like you said, I think that Fox Sports gave like the first half MVP to Tua, but mm-hmm. I honestly think Tyreek Hill deserves it more just because he's just been so dominant for that team right now. But. Why is he dominant? Because of Tua. Because Tyreek Hill's really good. Nah, I know. Tyreek but... Hill was good on the Chiefs. <laughs> Tua well, has he... not been good before Tyreek Hill, so. Uh, watch him out. <laughs> I really put myself into a corner a couple years ago with this Tua thing, and now that it's really, you know, becoming true, feels pretty damn good. So let me have this. Yeah, I uh, mean, he looks really good. The Dolphins have great wide receivers. Yeah, they haven't so lost a Bears game. Bears to... started and finished the game. Six and zero with Tua. Yeah, so I it's mean, good. I mean, it's a good team. They're a damn good team. Um, the other big story of the week in the NFL: the Colts, the dumpster fire that is the Indianapolis Colts, have fired Frank Reich uh, and have hired, ready for this. Jeff Saturday, who doesn't have coaching experience. And oh, yes, he does. Yes, High sorry. school coaching. Coached for three years coach. in high school. Yep, yep. He was like, what, three and seven this year? No, that, I saw that. That's actually not true. Oh, he okay. was a winning coach. And I, that The three and seven is the guy who replaced him. Oh, okay. Cool. Whatever. So, they news. hired high school football coach Jeff Saturday as their interim head coach. They have two former NFL head coaches on their staff. Both are not good. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, that's besides the point. Yep. Uh, Jim Mercer is full on tank mode. They don't expect to win a game the rest of the year. They're bad. This is a really hilarious yeah. situation. And now their new offensive coordinator is who again? I don't <laughs> it's, remember. It's someone that should not have the job. They should have made it Reggie Wayne. <laughs> Reggie Wayne is offensive coordinator. Yeah, he's a wide receivers coach. Yeah, I know, but still, I think the fact that Reggie Wayne would be an offensive coordinator is just bring back everyone from the Super Bowl team. Yeah, that's, that's pro- Manning, I mean, who probably doesn't want to do this. Peyton Manning had to be the first person Jim Irsay. Oh, there's no way Jeff Saturday was the first option if you want a Colts legend. Yeah, um, I do love that uh, Jim Irsay said that we were very fortunate that Jeff Saturday was available. He's available twenty four seven. He doesn't have a job. He works That's rude to ESPN. ESPN. He does have a job. Sorry. He's available for a coaching job every day of the week. He, you know, it, this is honestly, I, I'm for real. If I was a Colts fan, I'd be quite embarrassed of this. Yeah, it's I honestly like I think this is a shitty move by Jim Ursay. There's mm-hmm. people who have dedicated their lives to being an NFL coach and he just turns to some guy who's never done it before. Yeah, like. I, I saw um, Joe Thomas from the Cleveland, formerly of the Cleveland Browns, talk about like being an NFL coach. He hasn't been an NFL coach, but like how much these guys have to do, and it's just it's a dedication, and mm-hmm. like it's pretty shit, especially to like minority coaches who've we've seen get shafted over the last few years. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is this is tough. And I mean, even Jeff Saturday has said, I might not be good at this. No fucking shit, dude. You're probably not going to be good at this. Because you would have done this a while ago if like they would have yeah. known. Well, they offered him the apparently they've offered him the O line coach multiple times. Oh good. He could be an o- offensive line coach. So Okay. Not I'm the head saying, coach like, of the it's... Indianapolis Colts. But it's Man, if he just took that O-line coach and then they promoted him or some shit, I think a lot more people would be fine with this. Yeah, but unless it was like his first year. Because, again, he has no history of being a a coach in the NFL. Or college. Not that college really helps you out, but still. 
this is I this is just an absolute dumpster fire, and I don't know what the Colts are going to do now because, like, there's no way Chris Ballard could survive this as GM. No, obviously like, this wasn't Chris Ballard's decision, but no, clearly it wasn't, uh, because he probably would have hired Gus Bradley or John Fox, yeah, just because they were on the staff, which I didn't know what. Gus Bradley is what, D.C.? Gus Bradley's the D.C., and John what Fox is, like, is an analyst. Oh, cool, I guess. <laughs> Listen, Gus Bradley, you know, for as bad as he was in Jacksonville, he does no defense. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, like, you have to, usually, you're a good coordinator when you get the head coaching gig. Mm-hmm. Unless you're Jeff Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's bad. And now they... We'll probably lose every game. They, who are they playing this week? They're playing the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders are only four and a half point favorites at home. That says a lot about the Raiders too. Yeah, it does. That team sucks. That team is really bad, and I wouldn't be shocked if they fired their head coach pretty soon. Because holy shit, they suck. Josh McDaniels is just not a head coach in the NFL. No. Again, and yeah, like even bad head coaches are usually good coordinators of some kind. Mm-hmm. And he's a very good coordinator. We've seen that. He's won multiple Super Bowls. That offense has been great. Granted, Tom Brady was the quarterback, but still, you know, last year they they had a good offense with Mac Jones and nobody else. Yeah. So, I mean, that it was, you know, he's good at what he does. That is being a coordinator. I mean, fucking Matt Nagy was a good coordinator. Uh. He had Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, that, and but... he didn't really call plays. So <laughs> no, but I mean, he still like came up with the plays and shit. I don't know. I, I don't trust I don't any know. coordinator from the Chiefs. Fair. Offensive Fair. coordinator. I don't know about their defense. Well, they've had the same defense coordinator for like the entire time. It's yeah, uh, um, not very good. Steve Spagnuolo. Uh, he's been there forever. You know, that defense is, like, okay at best. So, um, Or bad, usually. Yeah, but they have, you know, the number one. I mean, it's about okay sometimes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay at best. Um, Anything else or do you want to talk about college football real quick? I mean, real quick. Obviously, yeah. not a... Uh, Notre Dame embarrassed Clemson. Absolutely yep. beat down on them. Uh, number one, Tennessee lost, which they probably shouldn't have been number one anyway. Because Georgia is... Yeah, Georgia obviously should have been number one from the beginning. Yeah, Georgia is going to steamroll their way into another national championship. I don't it know anything like right that can compete, honestly. And uh, we're looking at a point where if Georgia does misstep, LSU can become the first two-loss team in, the, in a college football playoff. They would have to beat Georgia, which I don't know if that's humanly possible. Um, but, you know, Crazier things have happened, kind of. Yeah, I mean, fucking. Yeah, Jeff Saturday is head coach of a NFL team. Jeff Saturday is a. Let that let that be a lesson for anyone who has no experience at all. (laughs) Anything's possible. Yeah, Jeff Saturday is a head coach. You could become the president of the United States. (laughs) Yeah, if your more famous friend says no, you can have it. Yeah, yeah. If your drinking buddy (laughs) is your boss, anything's possible. Good point. Good point. Um, so now, I don't know. Notre Dame uh, has USC, which is going to be a very tough game. But yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. I know in Los Angeles too, which is going to yeah. be crazy. Uh, so that'll be that'll be a massive game. And I mean, this is now the point in time where both Notre Dame and LSU have probably succeeded in this deal. Of Brian Kelly leaving. Yeah, I agree. LSU, I think at this point, both teams should be happy about yeah. their coaching decisions. Yeah, obviously, LSU is succeeding more, but I don't think anyone really, any real Notre Dame you know, who looked at this team, the playoff I was mean, an option. No, this was always supposed to be a rebuilding year, especially yeah. the new coach. Yeah. So. And LSU, obviously, you have the bigger talent that you can pull from, so Brian Kelly has that. Yeah, and he has like, the no SEC, really so if you can succeed right in the SEC, you can succeed anywhere. Um, but you know, if Notre Dame just didn't have that misstep, those couple missteps, damn, they'd be yeah top ten team. I think as Marcus Freeman 
continues. The growing pains will stop. And yeah, six and one is a Catholic. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. So good for him. I don't know. I'm just very. It, it's it's awesome. And Notre Dame again, they just run the ball so yeah. well. And I, also, re- it helps to have the best tight end in college football, like by far, <laughs> Michael Mayer. So that's uh, great. He's awesome. Yeah. He's already like a top five tight end in the NFL, and he's not even in the NFL. Yeah, he's better than Kyle Pitts. I can tell you that. <laughs> Still upset? I hate him. <laughs> that was like your fourth round pick, too, or something like that. It was my second round pick, I think. Oh, that was your second. No, no, that'd be third because Tyree Kills was my second round pick. Okay. Um, I got Nick Chubb after Kyle Pitts. Jesus. Yeah, we shouldn't have let you have it. Like running back two. Yeah. Uh, or maybe, no, he's not. No, he's not one. Um, you should just, you know, walked backwards into Dallas Goddard, who's like, I think tied in number four, <laughs> which is crazy. So um, on to best bets for the year. Okay. Um, some I of us are doing better than others. You. Uh, whereas some people, me, are horrible at this right now. So entering this week, I... I'm 9, 14, and 1. Ooh, that's very bad. Yep. Uh, Matthew, you are in first place at 11, 11, and 2. Whew, two yeah. pushes. <laughs> yep. What a legend. <laughs> you had it last week. You had a push. The Vikings, yep. minus 3. Uh, Maxwell is in – oh, Max and Kyle are tied uh, at 10, 13, and 1. And Kyle, obviously, 10, 13, and 1 as well. Um, I will start with them because they have sent in their bets. Very nice of them. Um, Kyle – Hang on. I put down who he has, but I don't have who they're playing. Uh, he has the Raiders minus four and a half against the Colts. Probably a safe bet because the Colts are awful. And Sam Ellinger is still their quarterback. So he also has Bears minus three against the Ooh, Lions. Like that bet. Yep. Um, but I feel like and, everyone's going to be on the Bears, so smart yes. money on the Lions. Yep. Uh, and he also has Christian McCaffrey over 35 and a half receiving yards against the Chargers. Oh, oh I see what he's that's done. That's just him hating on the Chargers. Yep, I didn't know it until I just looked at it. Maxwell has the Buccaneers minus two and a half against the Seahawks, which I don't like. I love so many underdogs this week. It's crazy. Oh, I do too. <laughs> it's nuts. Um, he also has Justin Fields over 59 rushing yards. Seems pretty smart. He could do that in one play, as he did last week. So, yeah. Uh, and he also has a Vikings plus three and a half. I think he's just banking on Josh Allen not playing. Yeah, it seems like he's not going to play because I also I took this isn't my best bet, but I took Vikings money line. Yeah, probably smart. Um, and mine, I'm going to do something crazy here. I have three bets on the Bears game. Those are my best bets. Three on the Bears. Love um, it. I have Cole Komet over 22 and a half receiving yards to get more oh, yep. targets. Uh, lately, I have Jamal Williams over 60 and a half rushing yards. Bears defense is abysmal. And Jamal uh, Williams is a very good running back. And I also have maybe the easiest bet. This might be my guarantee, capital G guarantee, Bears lines over 48 and a half. I also have that. This, these are, I think the Lions have the worst defense in the league. No, I know they have the worst defense. And the Bears, I think, have the 26th worst defense in the league. No, 26th best defense in the league, I guess. Uh, and these are two uh, – and the Bears have arguably a top 10 offense, it seems, lately. And the Lions, I, again, we're, you know, anything can happen. They've scored 30. They've scored zero. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? So, yeah, Bears-Lions over 40 and a half. Those are my three bets. I might put that in a little parlay uh, and just, bet, you know, hope that that uh, goes well. Matthew, what are your three that you've got? All right. All right. Let's look here. Um, I'm going to go Pittsburgh money line against the Saints. They're home underdogs. Don't get and that. The Saints are so bad. They They're might so be bad. in my boycott. Uh, oh, I'm 100% with you. Money line. What is that? Plus what? It's actually minus 105. It's basically split money. But, really? Okay. But the Saints are okay, like cool. minus two, one and a half or something like that. Got it. Um, I'm gonna go Giants minus four and a half against the Texans. 
I don't know I, anything about this game, but I don't understand how they only need four and a half points. I know, but like there's every week there's one week in every NFL season where just a bunch of underdogs win. I think this might be the week. Yeah, Texans are not winning. I don't know, dude. What if they do? You're right. What if they do? There you go. See? Can't can't argue. I didn't that think one. about that. Yep. Uh and your third bet. All right. Um I'm gonna go Green Bay money line against the Cowboys. Really? Yeah. Wow. Where is oh there you go. Home underdog. What does that one get you? Uh they're plus one seventy. Couple money lines. I love it. Not that it, you you know, you betting the Packers, which I I hope you lose that bet. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I'll always it, it when I do this, it feels like I'm just paying for the Packers to lose, so I'm fine with that. I, that was my thought process uh, when I first started gambling and I bet on the Bears and like I'd make like a $20 bet or something like that and it wouldn't hit but the Bears would win I'd be like I just paid for that win they're well mm-hmm. you know they better you know say thank you Um, alright last well not last but the last bit um, we saw the new Black Panther the 30th movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe not counting uh, a werewolf by night. Yeah, obviously it's not a movie. Uh, mm-hmm. So why would we count it? Uh, but this is arguably the biggest movie of the year. I mean, we we saw everybody that was at the we well, we went opening night. Uh, obviously sets. Or actually, I'm just gonna read the synopsis real quick. Uh, Queen Ramonda, Shuri, Mbaku, Okoye, and the Dora Milaje. Hey, yeah. Nailed that one, didn't I? Uh, yeah, they did. fight to protect their nation from an intervening world powers in the wake of King T'Challa's death. I love that intervening was the word that got me there. Yeah, after saying all these names. Uh, as the Wakandans strive to embrace their next chapter, the heroes must band together with the help of war dog Nakia and Everett Ross and forge a new path for the kingdom of Wakanda. Everett Ross doesn't need to be in this because he's barely in the he's movie. He's barely in the movie. <laughs> um, yes, obviously, without uh, Chadwick Boseman as King T'Challa after his death. Uh, what did he die? Cancer? What kind he of cancer? Cancer, yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, the movie has been rewritten. Uh, that was pretty obvious watching the movie. Um, they The real battle is who's going to be the next Black Panther? How are they going to stop Namor, the new villain in the mcu um matthew what what you're talking about say that again said hero okay the word you're looking for uh matt what were your thoughts on this uh on this movie um the first thought is it's too long yes it's two hours and 43 minutes i believe long as fuck Yeah. yeah did not need to be that long nope um which, uh, we should probably just start with scores. Oh, I gave it an 84. 84. We did see it with Kyle. Uh, he gave it an 83, so he's pretty close with you. Um, yep. I am a little bit less than you. I gave it an 81, and honestly, I might make it even lower uh, because I just keep remembering all the stuff I don't like in this movie. Uh, and there's quite a few. Uh, See, I do that sometimes, but I I haven't done that for this movie. Yeah, well, it it you know I've done it a lot with Marvel Phase Four, uh, because it's been dog shit. Yeah. So, uh, but you know this will be how about right now? Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, don't listen to this part. Skip ahead to I don't know, like twenty minutes or so, maybe. I'm guessing. Um, Matt, the parts that you did like, though, uh, I know there's one. Obviously, it's the best part of this movie is Namor. Yeah. New villain, hero, whatever you want to say. Yeah. The good guy of the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, He's he's a top five Marvel villain. And I think once you get a good Marvel villain, you're looking good. I mean, I think... A lot of the Marvel movies have uh, hinged on their villains. Yeah, a lot of them. As all movies, like superhero movies should. Yeah. Um, but he's very charismatic. He's got cool powers. He's an interesting character. Yeah, and he's uh, he says in the movie that he is a mutant. 
So this is like the fourth mutant. Yeah, but it's weird because it seems like he gets his mutation from something else, which isn't really how mutants work. Correct. <laughs> but, um, yeah. They didn't do what they've done every time they've mentioned mutants before in the MCU and just play the 90s X-Men animated theme. So but who I, knows? That would have been great. <laughs> yes, but in the comics, Namor is a mutant. He is he's a half-Atlantean, half-human mutant. Yeah. That's one of the bigger differences in the, from the comics, I guess, to the movie is he's not yeah. in this movie because I do know that they said that they did some changes so that people aren't like, oh, this is Aquaman. Very clearly. Oh, he's very different. Well, like character wise, he's very similar, but I think background wise, it's very different. Yes, because in this one, he can fly. Aquaman cannot fly, uh, which well, I don't I think mean, he Namor can fly can in the fly. comics, right? Yeah, it's wings. Yeah, you can it's fly. True. He does have that's his wings. mutant power. Not the breathing underwater. No, that's from him being half Atlantean. Oh, okay, for sure. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, he. Uh, I really liked him as well. I didn't like him as much as you because I don't believe he's the top five villain. I think he's like I think the third crazy. best villain of Phase Four. So that's insane. I stand by that. I think Green Goblin was better, and I think that the Mandarin. Yeah, from but Green Shang-Chi... Goblin's a villain from a different franchise altogether. So, but I think Willem Dafoe put in a performance that he should have been nominated for. Okay, shut no up. Way home. <laughs> You're talking to the Spider-Man guy too to say this. So, no, I mean, the movie is good. I'm not gonna say anything bad. I'm not gonna be like our father and say that the movie is a bad movie. Now that he's taken that road, um, it's not bad. This is a movie that I probably will not rewatch for a long time because it's yeah, it's not a fun, uplifting movie. No, and especially when the movie starts with the funeral of King T'Challa, uh, which I have to say that was the funeral itself. Obviously, was not sad because they took a like a different spin on it. But when they did the Marvel Studios, like you know, a uh, credit thing to pop and up. it's all and Chadwick, yeah. It's all Chadwick and it's dead silent. That, I was like, oh man, this is yeah. This is tough. Uh, so that was that was maybe the saddest part of the movie. Um, I think another big positive in this movie was Angela Bassett. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, she was great. She's going to get nominated for, uh, uh, for supporting actress from this movie. Um, she was incredible. Turns out this really incredible actress was really good in this movie. Yeah. Uh, crazy how that works out. Uh, she was she was amazing. I thought she it's, was my favorite part of the movie. Seems like the first time Marvel hasn't wasted like a very good actor in a long time. Oh, I know because they did it kind of in the first one where we're like, why is Angela Bassett not really in this movie? Uh, because yeah. she's uh, you know this phenomenal actress, but um, also the visuals of this movie. The, the on a technological aspect, this movie makes every other Marvel movie look like like a homework for a yeah. student because this movie looks ap- absolutely incredible. It's nuts. Yeah. A and big problem Marvel's had is with their visual effects lately. Yep, yep. And, and I, I think this movie didn't really have that problem that much. No, not one part I, of the movie it, where I was like, that looks... There bad. were a couple well, times where it's like, okay, that's a bad green screen, but... <laughs> yeah, it yeah, was like true. It was like a pickup shot. I didn't really care that much. <laughs> it did pop up. It was with M'Baku, and Kyle looks at me and goes, green screen. I was like, yep, look at it. <laughs> there it is. Um, and then also, I, I take that back. There's one visual, two visuals that I do not like in this movie. Um, and that is with the character of Ironheart that they introduced. Oh, oh, I want to talk about a little more with that, but you can go. No, uh, sh- her suit, she just makes an Iron Man suit, and it looks like a Power Rangers toy. Uh, it looks real stupid. And uh, then also a couple of the Dora Milaje get okay, their own yeah. Iron Man suits, and that looks even worse. They so. look like trash. They're yeah. so gross to look at. Yep, yep, it looks really bad. Uh, and I hated looking at it, and it didn't yeah. need to be in the movie. And that was the most upsetting thing, is that that was so pointless. Yeah. Um, Ironheart, yeah. I think, or like, I liked her character, but there was no reason for her to be in it. No, I, it didn't make any sense. I like, there was one joke that I liked 
with her, and it was when she first got in her, like, original suit, and one of the cops just goes, and you haven't seen the suit, and, she, and the cop just goes, she's got an Iron Man suit! It's just, yeah. a, it yeah. feels like a very real reaction to seeing yeah. someone have that. Yeah, it's true. That, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll wait for some more negatives, but, um, I don't know, is there any more positives? The action is great. Yep, I think the fight between um, well, these weren't spoilers, right? I yeah, just... we, I've already said spoilers. Okay. I think the fight between uh, Namor and Shuri is really, really good. Yes, it's yeah, short yeah. and uses too much slow-mo, but I still think yep. on the whole it's good. Yeah. It, it's it, That was one thing. I was like, this is a really short fight. Like, you, like the whole like last hour was basically action, but their fight was maybe like seven minutes if that yeah so i mean it that seems was... like the fight between everyone else was much longer and yes. they were like oh what do we do now yeah i get that yeah um you want to do some negatives because for me there's a few um you yeah you can go ahead yeah i, obviously I think the biggest was the runtime the runtime is way yeah. too long it, it kills me and which sucks because i love ryan coogler as a director i don't think he's ever made a bad movie this is the worst movie i've seen that he's done and still, this is... I mean, I gave it an 81. Like, yeah. But the other... I think he's the best director Marvel, like, currently has. Um, Are you saying from his work or, like, talent-wise? Because I think with... It's clear that with Ryan Coogler and, and James Gunn that Marvel doesn't really oh, do a lot. James Gunn doesn't count because he's not going to be doing... No, but he still has another movie coming out, actually. Yeah, things but like. I just mean in, the, like, their current slate of directors. Yes, but I'm of. saying that they, it's very clear that they don't really step in and they let the directors do what they do. Um, here's one thing that Ryan Coogler doesn't do well. Comedy. Because there's a lot of forced jokes in this movie, and none of them hit. Not yeah, but I think it's less than usual marvel stuff listen in the first black panther 2 there's a lot of comedy and again this is not a franchise yeah. that's not comedy um there i don't know a lot of things that are funny about it i think comedy should stick with spider-man ant-man and the guardians of the galaxy and that is it oh Thor. um yeah sometimes you just need a character to yeah like if i'm reading a black panther comic or something you don't usually see a lot of jokes in it no, it's a super serious character, and this is a super, this should have been a very serious movie from beginning to end. There shouldn't really have been any jokes. I don't know. Um, uh, another uh, negative: Ironheart. I, she just didn't need to be in this movie at all. Uh, so you know, there's that. Um, shit, I had another one too, and I don't remember what it was. Why can't I think of it? Um. Why does oh why does every tribe in this franchise need like a greeting? Because yeah, the, obviously Wakanda has the like the two arms crossed over your Wakanda chest forever thing, and uh, the Tolokans. The, the what is it? Tolokans. The Tolokans. They have the like your ground like you're fielding a ground ball like that kind of like. Why is that? That seemed really forced and dumb to me. Yeah, uh, like. I was like, oh, God, we're doing this again? Like, everyone's going to be doing this now. They didn't do it that much. They did it, like, two or three it times. It was, I don't movie. know, but when Shuri goes to to Loka, uh, every, you know, it cut to, you know, him doing, Namor doing it to someone else. And that was, like, two minutes straight of just him about the field of ground ball. Like, that was it. Um, so that part, I was just like, this is so stupid. Um, I wish the movie was more sad. I'll be honest, I thought I really wanted this to be like, holy shit, for two and a half, uh, two uh, hours and 45 minutes. I wanted to feel like legitimate sad the entire time, every second. Uh, and I didn't. And then my last one was, I don't know why Angela Bassett had to die. Um, There's a lot of deaths in this franchise in two movies. Yeah, I mean, There's literally, like they've lost like every single member of their family. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, so T'Chaka died in Civil War. Then yeah. you have Killmonger dies in Black Panther. Then you have Chad and his Rogers dad dies, dies in that movie too. It's true. His dad dies. Uh, Angela Bassett dies. 
I thought someone else, I thought someone else big was going to die. I just didn't think it, it was necessary to have two funerals in one movie, especially when they do the same thing for the funerals. So I don't know. Uh, like that part, yeah. I was just like, I just don't think that that's when I'm like, oh, this movie really had to re- be rewritten um, because I don't think this would have been. I, I mean, I guess she was probably going to die the whole time, but the fact that Chadwick died probably screwed that up and they had to address that. So, yeah. Um, and then, oh, my last one was I don't I wanted there to be two Black Panthers. I wanted Shuri and M'Baku to both be Black Panthers to show that they need so much to fill the gap that was T'Challa. Yeah, but you're kind of getting that in that two characters are filling his roles now. Yeah, I guess uh, she's going to be the Black Panther and and M'Baku will be king, I'm assuming. Uh, How the movie ended. Um, Which, I mean, whatever. I, I mean, I really like Winston Duke. His accent's all over the place in this movie. But, you know, whatever. Uh, I just like him. He seems like a cool guy. Uh, and I like him in all the movies that I've seen with him. But, you know, I don't know. I think him as a Black Panther would have been cool. Just like this big bruising one compared to Shuri's smaller Black Panther. I think visually that would have been cool and different, like, fighting styles. That would have been cool to watch. But Yeah, that would. Yeah, that's really where I was going. I was like, oh, they have, like, two different, you know, spectrums of the black panther here um oh one thing i did like michael b jordan came back yeah i I think that was kind of obvious that he would yeah and he looked fucking awesome i like how they went oh we're not gonna have this guy be redeemed he's just as shitty as ever yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. uh don't care because michael b jordan is so fucking cool it did It, it really did so um Anything else outside of the end of the movie? The very, very um, I would like to use this moment to implore Kevin Feige to make a Namor movie. <laughs> Do you think we'll get one? No. I don't think so. I think he could work very well as a Fantastic Four villain. Isn't he normally uh, a Fantastic Four villain? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. But I don't think he's really going to be a villain anymore. Why not? I don't he, know. Well, in the comics, he is a very uh, anti-hero kind of character. I don't want any more anti-heroes. He, he only kind of cares about himself in Atlantis. Yeah. The Black Adam effect. Yeah. Yeah, Black, Black Adam. Adam. I, I was going to say both these, like, Atlanta, uh, Namor's a lot older, but they're both very old characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Namor um, fought in World War II with Captain America in the comics. It's part of the Defenders. Cool. Sure. <laughs> I think that would have been a cool thing to... <laughs> to like, yeah, I, I killed Nazis or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want to talk about the ending of this movie? Because there's really no post-credit scene. Which... There's a mid-credit scene. There's a mid-credit scene. Um, so after we hear Rihanna's song, which was really good, I like that, uh, we cut I'll trust to... you on that. What's that? I said I'll trust you on that. Sure, it's a good song. <laughs> uh, we cut to Shuri with Lupita Nyong'o's character, which I don't know Nikia. her name. What is it? Nakia. Nakia, uh, yeah. in Haiti, and you know, throughout the movie, they're like, "Why didn't you go to Chadwick's funeral?" Uh, she shows that she's been raising a son, and that son, spoiler alert, is also Chadwick Boseman's son in the movie, not his actual son. I don't know. Could be. Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. Phase four has been doing that lately, um, and it's and the the child's name is T'Challa, of course, uh, and he is kind now, of a lazy name. <laughs> I hate juniors. I I've always said this. I don't like anybody that's like named after their you know. You know what I hate? What's that? Twins. <laughs> Why? They're weird. <laughs> All Nate, like if you're an identical twin, you're automatically weird. It's just a fact. I'm sorry. Uh, sure. It's like a um. This may not. This may be too much of a niche reference, but in Victorious, <laughs> there's a scene yeah, where they're acting out, and it's the black kid and the the Mexican guy. Uh, they Mexican play brothers. 
And uh, Elizabeth Gillies goes, how can I tell my, I can't even tell my twin sons apart. And they go, well, obviously they're identical. Look at them. And one's black and one's Mexican. And they're just like sitting there. It's a really funny scene. I like that one. Um, what do you know I, a scene from Victorious? It's like one of the two that I remember. Um, just because like out of context, it's very funny to, to see. So. Is that something that. you've just seen in your TikTok? I did see it a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. I'm not surprised by that. Yep. I like the way you said that too. In your TikTok. I have a TikTok so to show you that I saw. Yeah. Not that um, I have TikTok, but I saw it on my Twitter or something. <laughs> yeah. Um what just because they're two of the same people? You know, like twins that, that way? Are there any Yeah, it's play? weird. You're forced to be like the same like your parents like force you to be the same person as like your brother or sister or whatever. Like you have to wear the same clothes and stuff. <laughs> And I get, like, it's probably just, like, oh, I'm not going to buy multiple things for these kids or whatever. But mm-hmm. they're freaks. They're always freaks. <laughs> freaks. Are there any twins you do like? As long as they're not identical. Fine with it. <laughs> okay. What about the Morris twins? They were drafted one after each other in the draft. I mean, that that's cool. cool but... Yeah, and then they ended up playing together. I like that. I mean, they did at Kansas, too. There was the, uh, at Nevada, there were the two twins that played basketball there. Sure. Uh, there's the. Sprouse. I don't like how you said Nevada. Sorry. <laughs> there's the Sprouse twins, Cole and Dylan. Those guys were. Dope. Are they identical though? They're not identical. I'm pretty sure they're identical twins, Matthew. I don't know. They look pretty different. Did you watch Zach and Cody? I think they're identical twins. You're about to feel real stupid. I don't know. They look pretty different. Are Cole... maybe it's just I'm such a huge Zach and Cody guy that I can tell them apart. Uh, yes, they are identical twins. Uh, no fucking it. shit, Matthew. Look at them. <laughs> yeah, they look different. Matt, they played the same roles, like, in movies. Oh, and you're right. Shows. I think they maybe it's just because they look different as they've gotten older. Yeah, that's kind of how it works. <laughs> no, I, I've seen twins that look exactly the same as they get older. It's weird. More, the Morris twins have the same tattoos. They that's weird. That's weird. Don't say count. that's not weird. <laughs> I think my favorite is they have a joint bank account. That's my favorite <laughs> thing about them. <laughs> Which it's I mean, it's probably loaded. They've got Marcus was way better than Mark Keith. So also when twin names are too close together, that's the part I don't like. Yeah, see. Marcus and Mark Keith, get that out of here. I, Z- I hate one like uh Dylan and Cole, thank you. Yeah. Name your kids something that I hate when like your kids all have like the same like their name starts with the same letter or something. Oh, what about Phil and Lil from Rugrats? Oh, but they're the best. Yeah, and their brother uh, Dill or whatever. No, Dill is a Pickles, Alex, you idiot. <laughs> oh, right. True. He's Tommy's me. brother. You got me. He's no. Dill Pickles. Isn't Dill the dad? No. no. Yeah. Yeah, okay. My bad. I remember their dad, like, or the grandpa, like, survived the Holocaust or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Little additions that we definitely needed. Great. Um, okay, are we going to get to the last bit of the of the episode? No, let's keep talking about twins. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we get with the brothers episode. Um, this was Kyle's idea, and yet here he is, uh, not in the episode. Yeah, um, too busy hanging out with his family. What the yeah. fuck? This is the 30th MCU film. I can't believe we've gotten to 30. Uh, so we have. Some would say that's too many. It, it is definitely too many. Um, but Ant Man comes out in February. I can't wait. <laughs> so yeah, the trailer looks pretty sick. Yeah, play a uh, David Bowie song and I'll be excited for a movie. Excuse me. Is it not? Is it Elton John? Yeah, it's Elton John. Oh Yellow fuck Brick, me! I'm, I'm an idiot. That's the greatest song of all time. I'll die on that hill. That's the best song ever. And you said it was David Bowie. I'm you sorry. Moron. I'm tired. I'm playing God of War right now. And I'm not really focused. <laughs> You're also not a music I... guy. What? Yeah. I know everything about music. Yeah. You you had to take my word for it that that Rihanna song was good. Obviously it was good. Did you hear it? It sounded like music to me. <laughs> um. So Kyle decided that we'd make one big list uh, of the MCU and we'd tier it, which... That in itself was too difficult, but I do have one to thirty. Uh, you, me, and uh, Kyle scores averaged out to make the 
you know, our list. Um, and I learned some interesting things about the three of us. Uh, mm-hmm. Only one movie is skewed. Well, I guess two. <laughs> one skewed for the better, one skewed for the worse. <laughs> Was me uh, skewing something for the worse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I will start with uh, tier four, which is called Who's the Villain tier? Uh, uh, always a good thing when yes. you go, yeah, the villain. Not mm-hmm. very good in this movie. Dead last, 30th out of uh, 30. Thor. Oh, is Black Panther 40... 2 not in this? No, it is. What are you talking about? It's 30. Oh, you're right. You're right. Sorry. Uh, at a, Average at a 45 out of 100. Thor, the first Thor. This movie is boring as fuck. <laughs> I think people always talk about, oh, Thor 2 is the worst movie. These yeah. people have not seen Thor 1 recently. <laughs> it's so bad and boring. <laughs> yep. Uh, 29th, 55 out of 100. Thor the Dark World. <laughs> yeah. Kyle ruined that one for us. But, I mean, I think I had it like a, you and I had it like a 16, you know, like a 40 or something like that. So, uh, 28th, Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. Oh. Uh, at a 56 out of yeah, 100, I'm sorry. Um, how can you say who is the villain for that when the villain just reappeared after 13 years? <laughs> Sorry, Matt. That he reappeared after 13 He's been years. in two things now, Alex. Yeah, that, that's Those three. He's been in two things recently. Yeah. Uh, 27th, 62 out of 100, Iron Man 2. Movie is bad. Yeah, it is. Uh, is a bad villain. Yep. 26, uh, 63 out of 100, Captain Marvel. Uh, Alex, wait, what's the villain's name? I don't know. (laughs) It's Jude Law. Jude Law, he plays Jan Rog. Jan Rog, I was going to say, if anybody can... Um, Also, there are some that are tied, but I just was like, whatever, who gives a fuck? Um, They're all in the same thing. Uh, Also at a 63 out of 100 and 25th is uh, Eternals. Who cares? This was a huge mistake. Yeah, who is the villain in that movie? Is it Icarus? Is it that... Is it is it Bill Skarsgård? Alexander Scar- Is it Bill Skarsgård? I don't know. He plays a big guy in that movie. You're killing so, it, dude. It's Bill Skarsgård. Defaulted to Alexander. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in 24th, uh, 66 out of 100 is Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, that's that's that and Captain Marvel, where the more you think about it, you're like, this movie is not good. Oh, it's such a bad movie. Yep. And 23rd, this movie was skewed. 66 out of 100, Black Widow. It's a bad movie. <laughs> like I don't know where you guys had it. It's so bad. I think I had it like a seventy-five. Alex, but what's the main villain of that movie? Is it not Taskmaster? No, there's a person who's in charge of Taskmaster. Who's oh, the yeah, person? Yeah. I don't know that guy's name. Neither do I. <laughs> Ray Winston. Yeah, I know that part. <laughs> I don't remember who he plays. Some generic Russian name. Who yeah. he doesn't do anything, and the Black Widow breaks her nose. To not be able to smell him so she could hit him. Oh, it's such a bad movie. And uh, the final uh, movie on this tier is uh, 69 out of 100. 22nd is Ant-Man and the Wasp. So there's there's the tier Yeah, four. but the he's... villain's Walton Goggins, so. He's not the main villain, is he? Is he not? No, Ghost is, you idiot. Right? Eh. Well, yeah, but Walton <laughs> Goggins is in it. Walton Goggins is in the movie. Um tier three which i've called the phase four missteps tier as you can tell there's going to be some <laughs> is it only going to be phase four movies in this no but there's um three <laughs> phase four movies mm-hmm. in this it's a shorter one uh 21st 71 out of 100 is iron man 3 stand by i like this movie i think it's fun yeah misstep. Uh, movie came immediately after the avengers and yep yep uh 20th 72 out of 100 avengers age of ultron Yep, that's this movie was a misstep. I this should just be called the missteps tier. Yeah, uh, with a couple decent ones in there. Uh, 19th, uh, at a 78 out of 100 is Ant Man. I found out Kyle doesn't like Ant Man all that much. No, uh, that was, makes sense. He doesn't like uh, enjoyable movies, the movies with like a lot of like that are too jokey. Oh, I see. Um, 18th, also a 78 out of 100. Is Captain America the First Avenger? I so. think it's better than a 78. Well, you had it at a 78. Some of us didn't. Me. I um, had it at a 78? You might have had it like an 80. So it's not that far off from... I think yeah, it's I, a pretty good movie. 
It's fine. Um, 17th, which is a 79 out of 100, is The First Doctor Strange. Another movie I found out Kyle doesn't really care for. So Max is going to dislike that. Or else his his viewings of Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange 2 would definitely have skewed the, yeah. uh, our rankings. Um, 16th, 79 out of 100, Shang-Chi. I like Shang-Chi. Stand by that. I have it higher than Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So... Uh, yeah, fifteenth, yep. eighty-two out of hundred. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I think that's fair, right in the middle of the road. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then fourteenth, uh, at an eighty-three out of hundred, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. So, eighty-three. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the second tier, which I really couldn't think of anything. I just put the pretty ga- damn good tier. These movies are just pretty damn good. Um, 13th out of 30, uh, at an 84 out of 100, is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I like this. See, I think Black Panther is better than Black Panther 2 is better well, than that. Averaged out, it isn't, Matthew. Okay. Well, I know because you really like that movie. Well, Kyle was like right there with me. I think he had like mm-hmm. one less. So, um, 12th, which is an 86 out of 100, the first Avengers. I think 86 is pretty spot on the number. I think it's a movie that hasn't aged great. Nope. Uh, the worst part about that movie, Alex? Captain America suit. Oh, it's so bad. He has a helmet. It's terrible. It's very it's so bad. so blue. <laughs> um, and then 11th, uh, an 87 out of 100, is uh, Iron Man, the first movie in the MCU. It's a very good movie. Yep. And now in the top 10, which I apologize for number 10. Uh, and 88 out of 100 is Spider-Man Far From Home. I fucking love this movie, <laughs> so I don't care. That's insane. Far From Home. Yep. That's right. crazy. Um, number nine, also an 88 out of 100. We have three 88s. Uh, is Black Panther. You have this way higher than Kyle and I. Have it had like a 90 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, It's higher than Kyle and I. <laughs> okay. Uh, and number eight, also an 88 out of 100, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. So we got two Spider-Man movies. Uh, now in the top tier, which I have nothing to call it outside of the top tier. This is, this is, these are You're very creative, Alex. Uh, listen, I, I, I blew all my creativity on the who's the villain tier. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that was a pretty good tier. Thanks. Kyle wanted to be three tiers and just one through ten, eleven. Three tiers is not enough for you. Ever see a tier list thing? Yeah, it's I know, always it's like not three. That's what I'm saying. Five, six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, right the top seven. You. Let's Alex. Let's do a tier list of numbers a tier list could be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let's power rank numbers one through ten. Okay. <laughs> okay. Five. Number one, two. <laughs> there we go. Um, number seven in the MCU, eighty-nine out of hundred. Guardians of the Galaxy. I, yep. I would agree with that. I'm agree with that. I think that's yep. in the top tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, which is a ninety-one out of hundred. Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Yep, I was going to be disappointed because that's his number two movie in the MCU. I have a very, don't I? What? Where's that in my? Pretty close. Um, number five, also a ninety-one out of hundred. Thor: Ragnarok. Uh, number four, 92 out of 100. Winter Soldier's four for me. Where do you have a Winter Soldier? I think I have it as like an 89 out of 100. Kyle's ratings are not as high as you and No, me. they're not. So, uh, so that's it. probably why it, do- it does it. What you should have done is what you should have averaged our rankings of it. Oh, that would have changed it a lot. Um, Winter Soldier is number nine. Oh, I have an 88. So I guess I'd put it down a lot. Um, where are we at? Number four, 92 out of 100, Spider-Man No Way Home. This is my number one in You're the MCU. Stupid. You're dumb. Sorry. Uh, number three, this one shocked me. 92 out of 100, Captain America Civil War. That's you know, I've always three. said Winter Soldier is a better movie, but I've recently rewatched Civil War. And you it's agree fucking, with me now. It's a fucking banger. Civil War uh, is, is number eight on my list. I've always had it above Winter Soldier. Uh, Eight. And then, yeah, I have it three. Yeah, sorry. Um, and the top two, there's really no shocker in here. Number yeah. two at a ninety-four. Oh, it's homecoming because of shocker, right? Yeah. Uh, 
Number two, 94 out of 100, Avengers Endgame. And number one, <laughs> averaged out at a 95 out of 100 is Avengers Infinity War. It's a really good movie. Those are damn you good movies. That, Alex? Did you know it's a good movie? Uh, Infinity War? Yeah. Yeah, it's my number two, Matt. <laughs> Ooh, I got that at number one, idiot. Well, it's the same number as No Way Home. Those are both 95s. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how it would have looked differently if I went with everyone's 1 through 30 like that. Um, I think that's, that's a better way to do, do it. If, that's what I was going to do if Max uh, put his in, but he hadn't seen Black Panther, so I wouldn't have known what to do there. <laughs> so I mean, You could have just taken Black Panther. You could have just taken Black Panther as the average of the three of us. Yeah, I know, but I didn't have to do that, so I went with numbers. Alex, I numbers as with as a person who took a statistics class, I think you did a bad job with this. Well, sorry, I wanted to have a, a like a score next to these number next to these movies as well, just to have. Um, and I will probably I will make a list out of this on Letterboxd and I'll post it uh, so that people can judge us and all that. I'm gonna judge you for making a bad list. Okay, well, sorry, <laughs> you do it then. No, All right, that's then. not my job. I'm not the host. All right, then. Sorry about I that. I just bring the laughs and the Namor content. That's <laughs> true. Do you know Namor once hosted part of the Phoenix Force? Mm, so I thought you were going to say hosted a talk show. That's yeah, why yeah, I thought you were going to say. Yeah, Namor Live. It was uh, <laughs> one episode, then it got canceled. Yeah. Um, you got anything else on this one? College football uh, today. We're recording on yeah. Saturday. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so... Um, I have nothing else. We'll go play God of War some more. Yeah. (laughs) That's all we want to do. All right. We will see you guys next week, hopefully on time.